This is the Taz and Jim podcast. Jim, you're uh, you're taking a look at a video here. We saw this headline about a woman getting kicked out of uh, Disney because she assaulted Chewbacca. Yeah, it's like saying, what kind of grown adult would ruin a nice interaction between kids and characters in the Disney world just because you think you're funny? <laughs> and the headline was also like, uh, that was the headline of the Instagram video that's gone viral, and the headline was, woman kicked out of Disney for pushing and shoving Chewbacca. Ballsy move. Like of all, of all the characters... Truly. You know Wookiees like to rip people's arms off. Eh? Yeah, yeah. You wanna you wanna shove Bigfoot? Seven <laughs> foot tall Bigfoot? I'd, I'd, I'd might give uh, Yoda a swift kick. Sure. Just punt him over the canteen, cantina or whatever. But you know what? I watched the video and she barely pushed him. I mean, it is a little awkward, but I would call this like rustling Chewbacca's mullet more than anything. Look. You see that? She she kind of she kind of looks like she might be drunk, but she sneaks up behind him and she does kind of shove his back a little bit. But she's mostly leaning. I wouldn't up to call him. it a shove. Yeah, she's leaning against him to rustle his hair, and she, he's lined up. Chewbacca's lined up uh, beside about six kids, and uh, Ray from the most recent uh, Star Wars movies. But to kick, it's weird to run into a photo and touch the Chewbacca. But to kick. Somebody out of Disneyland for that? Yeah. And then post the video chastising her? I don't know. I, I could see if she had bent over in front of Chewbacca or tried to grab his crotch, you know, did something sexual. Inappropriate in front of the kids. Which I'm sure happens. Sure. Or like pinch a butt, even though it's like, oh, it's a big ape. But you can't pinch a man's butt in there. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But she got kicked out for that, she huh? They are. Yeah. I feel like there's more people who should be kicked out. Like, anybody who crop dusts a line in Disneyland should be kicked out <laughs> before that lady. That's why you get the fast pass, buddy. <laughs> Avoid the, the lineup crop dusting. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. What is going on with our pal Dylan? He this is, guy. He, he works with the Hamilton Tiger Cats. He mm -hmm. works with the Hamilton Bulldogs. He is... Mr. Hamilton. I know there's a mayoral race on right now. Dylan is and always will be the unofficial mayor of Hamilton <laughs> in our eyes. He's the he's the best ambassador for the city, for sure. He's like the first one to meet any famous, notable people that roll through town, it seems. And we're looking at Facebook. Jim spins his monitor around. He's like, is this Dylan with Richard Gere? <laughs> I'm like, yes, it is. He, he's he's like a, an autograph seeker, a celebrity hunter. He's like a paparazzi for his own means. Sure. He just wants to meet famous people. And it looks like he bumped into Richard Gere in Hamilton. So let's call Dylan and see if we can get to the bottom of this one here. Oh... Like, that is Richard Gere, right? 100%. He's starring in a remake of the film Longing, and it's being shot around Ontario, including Hamilton in Toronto. Hi, Taz and Jen. How's it going? <laughs> hey, Dylan! Buddy. What's where, happening? Where did you find Richard Gere? Well, I uh, I got tipped off. Uh, I I have no, I I know that he was in town filming a filming a movie for the last couple of weeks. So I uh, so I my so my friend that lives right across the street from the Delta High School, um, the old Delta High School on Main Street. Uh, she uh, she 
told me that she got a phone notice uh, for the movie uh, for the movie Longing that he's that he's uh, currently uh, filming in town. So I said, okay, well, you know what? I'm going to uh, make up a sign and uh, stand on on our front porch and uh, hopefully uh, hope for the best. And uh, I went down there yesterday and I was holding up my sign. And uh, what did the uh, sign say, Dylan? Uh, it said, Hamilton loves Richard. Yes, we do. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Good thing you didn't shorten that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Hamilton yeah. loves Richard. Yeah, yeah. We all know what that means. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, all the casting, all the, all, the, all the film, like all the film production staff were, like, start, were starting to take photos of my sign from the porch. Uh, and I was like, okay, this is good. This is going to work out well in my favor. So, uh, so then all of a sudden, like, uh, I see like 10 people walking out and there's Richard walking in front. Was he glowing? Was it like just a glowing white mane of hair coming towards you? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He was, he, he looked looked over at me and he waved at me and he said, I'll get you when, I'll get you when uh, when I come back. He was heading back to his trailer. And, and in the background, all you can hear was "Pretty Woman." Yeah, yeah. And then he took Dylan shopping downtown. Yeah, yeah. And then Dylan to tried try to on outfits. In, yeah, he tried to reach in the necklace box, and Richard Gere snapped it at his fingers. <laughs> you are you are Hamilton's pretty woman as well, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> so he did come back because a lot of times they'll say that. Oh yeah, don't worry, I'm coming back, and then yeah. they'll avoid. Mm-hmm specifically the area where the fans are so they don't have to deal yeah. with them. But Richard yeah. Gere, good guy. He came back and he found yeah, you. Yeah, really good, really good guy, yes. And yeah, and he, saw, and he signed my poster, too. Sweet. He, he signed your poster? What would you talk to him about? I just told him that I was the ambassador of Hampton and I meet everyone. So, yeah, and then uh, and he thought that was cool. And uh, he, he he was in a rush. Like, he had to get back to the set because so they were filming. They were filming though from like seven a.m. seven a.m. to midnight. Uh, wow! At the Old Delta, yeah. Well, you got any other hot tips? Any other big celebrities going to be in Hamilton or the area? Well, I can tell you this: I am. I have been invited. I'm because uh, I work. I work uh, for Cineplex at the movie theater uh, up on the mountain mm-hmm. here in Hamilton, and I got invited to uh, attend the Canadian premiere of The Rocks. Uh, premier, uh, it's called uh, Black Adam. Whoa! It's coming out in a couple of weeks, and I'm going down on this Thursday to watch the film for the first time in, in Canada. Alice Jacob, the CEO of Cineplex, invited me down. That's incredible. Is The Rock going to be there? He is. No! <laughs> yeah! Dylan oh and God. the A-listers. Dylan yeah. and The Rock, the world's greatest tag team. That's a buddy comedy. Move over, Kevin Hart, because yeah. I like Dylan and the and the Rock as A-tack a combo. Attack and the Rock. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Okay, well, we'll check back in with you when you go uh, to watch Black Adam with the Rock. That's so cool. And are we yeah. okay to share the picture of you and Richard Gere? Absolutely. Feel free. All right. Check it out on the Taz and Jim Facebook page. Thanks, Dylan. This is the Taz and Jim podcast. You know, here on the program, we do not like scammers. Mm -hmm. And we do what we can to share any information with you that can protect against you becoming the victim of a scam. Here's another scam alert. If you meet someone online 
and they tell you they need $30,000 so they can get a spaceship ride back from the International Space Station, probably a scam. How, though? Probably. (laughs) What if it's a very motivated person with a great job? From what we know, they don't just leave people up there and make them pay their way back to Earth. And I'm sure it's more than $30,000. A 65-year-old woman in Japan, poor lady, uh, shelled out $30,000 plus because she had met a Russian astronaut on Instagram, started chatting with the guy, you know, sending messages back and forth. Sure. How space? Fell in love. He was up at the space station. He couldn't get back to her at all, all, all the time because, um, you know, the cell service up there is not great. <laughs> that was his excuse. He said he, said he couldn't call her. Uh, but he said he couldn't wait to hold her in his arms to do so. We need 4.4 million yen so I can get on the next rocket to Earth. <laughs> Man, some people are lonely, huh? Yeah. Like, I, she couldn't have told anybody this because immediately you hear that. You go, this is not true. This is not happening. Yeah. So your she your mom says, I'm dating a, a cosmonaut on the space station. <laughs> yeah. Really, mom? An astronaut. No, a cosmonaut. He's Russian. <laughs> so this guy was like dropping uh, space terms and names of space organizations, really sold it. But he also... Uh, gave out some serious incorrect information, got suspicious after she gave him the money and didn't hear anything, and she contacted the police. They have not found the astronaut. No way. The air quotes astronaut. (laughs) He's still out there somewhere. He's still in space. Space. (laughs) Oh, that's sad. This poor old lady, but I mean, there are limits to my sympathy. You know what I mean? If you're this crazy to fall for this, uh, I don't know. This guy was going to scam you. Someone was going to scam you somewhere along the lines. If you're that gullible, yeah. eventually like, I, you're I, getting I, scammed. I guess I still feel bad, and I hate when these scammers win because then they go on to scam somebody else, so I never want them to get a win. But come on, lady. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. You know I'm a proud, bald man, Jim. Proud? I don't really have any other choice. <laughs> 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 Gotta own it. Uh, yeah, you, you play the hand you're dealt, right? Mm-hmm. So I was very interested to see this headline. We now know who the world's hottest bald man is. And this is science, okay? Hmm. There is a search engine optimization comp- uh, company called Reboot, and they incorporated different factors to decide who the hottest bald man in the world is including the golden ratio, which analyzes your face. Mm -hmm. They also calculated net worth, height, (laughs) how often each of these men was described as hot on Twitter, and they also factored in the cranial shine factor. Whoa. The higher, the better. So, Oh, really? Yeah, so however shiny your head is, it's measured in candelas per square meter. (laughs) Does your head reflect the light well? Okay. And they have determined that the hottest bald man on the planet is... Vin Diesel. (laughs) 
no, no, no way. Who's the hottest bald man on the planet then? Steve the bodyguard from Jerry Springer. We all know this. <laughs> we all know it's been settled. Steve the bodyguard. <laughs> no, but if deep, you, I mean, it that's depends. A deep cut there. It depends on each factor is factoring into it because if this algorithm is spitting out the facts, then I think maybe Jeff Bezos may be. This, according to a robot, the sexiest man, just because his net worth is so outrageously high, drives his average. It drives up. his average way up. Vin Diesel. Now, I could, I could believe this twenty years ago. Triple X. Triple X. The first Fast. two Fast and Furious movies. Furious. Or actually, he wasn't in the second Fast and Furious, but the first and the third Fast and Furious. Or followed. the fifth, whatever. <laughs> yeah, the, that is crazy. So Vin Diesel is number one. I think you will agree with number two, though. Because I think I think this guy is your secret bald man crush. Who's this? All right, I'm going to say it before you. Stanley Tucci. I was going to say, let's go on three. <laughs> one, two, three. Stanley Tucci yeah. is number two. Well, I love the movie The Kingsman, both of them. He crushes yeah. it in that. I don't know if I know any other movie he's in. <laughs> But you've got some. This one. He's, you're, he's pulling it off You're for me. bringing up Stanley Tucci more often than you should be. Because he's also two things. The only Italian actor I know and the only really good bald-looking bald actor. Good-looking good bald, bald guy. Actor. Well, who Sh- do you think is the sexiest bald man? Shamar Moore. I'll tell you in a second here okay. because the guy I think probably should have been number one is way down the list. I can't believe it. Shamar Moore is number three. He's a soap op- opera actor. He was on one of those crime shows. Uh, yeah, I know this guy. You know Shamar? Pitbull. Criminal Minds. Criminal Minds. Pitbull is number four. Okay, yeah. Prince William is number five. He, I, I think he may have the worst haircut of any bald man in the limelight right now because he, he's keeping the sides. Yeah. He's got like the, choice. the monk look going, right? Yeah. I mean, he used to be a heartthrob. He used to be on the cover of all the teeny bot magazines at one point. When he had his hair. Oh, yeah. Jason Statham, Bruce Willis, Joe Rogan are the next three, all behind Prince William. Mm-hmm. And then number nine on the list, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Hmm. How is The Rock number nine? I would say, in terms of specimens, The Rock should be number one. But that doesn't make you attractive, necessarily. Like, he's so obnoxiously big. (laughs) You know what I mean? Is he even attractive? You know, technically, he's charismatic, he's awesome, he's The Rock, he's the man. But, I mean, is he... I I, I don't know. Is he good-looking? He's got that smile, he's got the eyebrow. I think he was better looking when he was in his WWE heyday. Now he's just so freakishly large, (laughs) it's like, it's crazy to look at. You're more of a Stanley Tucci guy. I like a thin man. (laughs) I like a European, you know what I mean? (laughs) These obnoxiously large Americans. A thin, distinguished Italian. You know when you put on like a European cut t-shirt and it's like European large and it's really like a small? That's That's the body type I like. Okay. Well, there you go. Vin Diesel, according to science. Wait. The most sexiest bald man on the planet. You, Who do you think is the sexiest? I think The Rock. The Rock? Yeah, right. Yeah. Why? Could you imagine making love to The Rock, Taz? You would be I just, haven't, you'd get but... murdered. It's impossible. I guess it depends how you like Stanley it, Stanley Tucci on the other side, on the other end. He would be a gentle yes, lover, Stanley I guaranteed. Tucci. And then you'd have wine at a bistro pub. It'd be beautiful. Uh, he, he's romantic. Yeah. He'd, He'd tell take you all you, about... Take you for a drive in his convertible sure. along the countryside. Oh, he'd be pointing out like old Roman artifacts. <laughs>
I'm going to get you. be like, oh, you want to go to the gym? I'm going to get you a Stanley Tucci poster to hang over your bed. We have a correction to make. Not long ago on the show, we were talking about this list that was compi- compiled by a company called Reboot using search engine optimization to determine who the world's hottest bald man is. Number one on the list was Vin Diesel. Number two, Stanley Tucci, who Jim has been claiming is his bald man crush. I think he's the best, best bald Wait, the best-looking bald guy there is. I wouldn't call it a man crush. I don't think about him that often. But if I had to choose... <laughs> but there are times. There are some times <laughs> when he comes on the screen, I go, he's a snack. Or I thought, because one of the reasons I said I like Stanley Tucci is because the movie Kingsman, both the original and the sequel, are great movies. Yeah. Uh, and Stanley Tucci plays like one of the agents that helps out the main guy. Well, I said that, and that's what I thought, but then my fiancé messaged me and said, that's not Stanley Tucci in The Kingsman, that's Mark Strong, Mark British Strong. actor. Yes. So I googled Mark Strong, and it is, but geez, this guy looks exactly like Stanley Tucci, so much so that I only typed in Mark Strong into Google Images, and a side-by-side of him and Stanley Tucci is like the fourth option. So this is a common mistake. But I have to say, Tucci's ne- out. I've never... You're, Mark Strong is Tucci's your man. Out, Strong is in. I've never made that mistake because I'm bald, and I can tell the difference between one bald man and another bald man. I'm not a baldist, Jim. Oh, come on, dude. We all look alike, eh? What? Just big old round heads. You do look alike. <laughs> Big old round heads, yeah. shiny heads floating through the universe. Yeah. All I'm sorry. the same. That's all I see. All I see is the sheen <laughs> off the forehead. I don't look down. But I even said that on the air, Taz, and you like those movies too, and you didn't yeah. correct me. You know no, who Tucci is. I'm not a big Tucci guy. I told you, The Rock is my bald <laughs> man. <laughs> that's not The Rock, you told. That's Stone Cold Steve Austin, Taz. <laughs> Are you brave enough to let me see your peacock? It's time for sports. Our sports guy is Devin Peacock. He's here with us. Dev, some NBA infighting in the news. Yeah, Draymond Green uh, made headlines across the NBA last night uh, because of a uh, practice for the Golden State Warriors that went awry. Uh, They were having a normal practice when all of a sudden in the video, Draymond Green, who is a veteran from the Warriors uh, championships from the past seven years, uh, went at Jordan Poole, a new guard for them, relatively new guard, punched him square in the jaw. Poole went down, could have broken his jaw. And what this all relates to is money, essentially. Uh, Jordan Poole, Draymond Green, both up for $100 million plus extensions with the team. Oh, that would make me angry. However, (laughs) Poole is is expected to get it. Draymond may not. Draymond may be on his way out of Golden State, and he has been a huge member, a huge figure of this Golden State Warriors dynasty that we've had for the past many years. And so there's some jealousy that has boiled over that might have started in the championship run last year when Jordan Poole was hitting some long threes, acting like Steph Curry, maybe taking some shots he shouldn't have but made. And so it, it's been something that's been bubbling under the surface for a while. Has Poole been spouting off? 
off, though? Has he been rubbing it in Draymond's face? Exactly the opposite. He has apparently been acting very professional during training camp this year. So Draymond Green uh. sees a guy who is doing all the right things, saying all the right things to get his money, and he is doing what he felt is the exact same thing. He's not going to get his money. And so of the two, he decided to take out uh, his frustrations. And we're just watching the video here. Yeah, he really does just cold cock him right in the face. It's Superman punch is what they're calling it. Yeah, it's brutal. And what's interesting about this is, I mean, this is not the first time there's been a fight in a practice in any sport. It happens in the NHL, happens in the NBA, happens in the NFL, you name it. What's different about this is there isn't always video where people talk about it and can see exactly how it happens. What's interesting as well is 30 years ago, there was a pretty famous incident where Michael Jordan cold cocked Steve Kerr who is now the head coach of the Golden State Warriors. <laughs> hmm. So Kerr's on the sidelines. He's like, here we go again. <laughs> now the Warriors have decided not to suspend Draymond Green. I thought he was going to be suspended when you saw this video. He's going to be fined. He decided to step away from the team, but he will return in time for their last preseason game ahead of the start of the season. I think that's the right move because the two have apparently talked. They've put aside their issues as much as you can a week after some guy just cold cocks you in the face. What I think really needs to be investigated is who leaked this video because I would be as upset with that person as I am with Dream on Green if I'm the Golden State Warriors because this is extra drama you as the reigning champions do not need. Well, I'm glad we put up this piece of plexiglass here because Jim and I had a problem with cold cocking each other in the face <laughs> on a regular basis. Now look. Oh, yeah, dang. We can't, get, we can't punch through. There's, there's glass there. I can't tell people how many times I've walked into this studio. You guys are just being, you know, bare-chested, just swinging at each other. <laughs> Superman <laughs> punches for days. Thanks, Dev. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. And hockey is back officially yesterday. It was opening day in the NHL, and what a treat. The referees are now talking before they drop the puck. This is the start of the Lightning Rangers game last night. To our great players and our great fans, welcome to opening night of the 2022-23 NHL season. What's better than this? Good luck to all players. Let's have a great season. One of the best in the NHL, Chris Rooney drops the puck. Yeah, a great ref, but not the best broadcaster here. Like he's the uh, the camera's on ice level. The two guys about to take the face off are standing up, like, and the and he's addressing the camera as he says it. When I first saw it, I thought it was a scene out of the new show Shorzy. And I thought that it was does, Jared Keyes. We're like, hey, I was, we're kicking off the NHL season here, boys. It does look like it, it was uh, some sort of joke, or <laughs> it was just awkward. I felt, Super I felt awkward. very uncomfortable for whatever reason. You're just not used to hearing the referee inject a little personality yeah. into things. What's better than this, fellers? <laughs> and uh, he's kind Ron McLean doing this? <laughs> What's better than this? A professional broadcaster <laughs> welcoming people to the broadcast? I don't know. Um, he was doing the thing like uh, Will Ferrell in, in Talladega Nights 
where he doesn't know what to do with his hands oh, while yeah. he's talking. He's like pointing to the left. It doesn't make sense. And I bet you that was the most nervous he was all night. I mean, he's refing a, a game. That's important. But I bet you he was like worried about memorizing his lines and saying everything. Welcome to opening night. <laughs> what is better than this? To our great players and our great fans, welcome to opening night of the 2022-23 NHL season. What's better than this? <laughs> You know what? Screw it. I think the refs, <laughs> the refs should uh, should have a little monologue before every puck drop in the game. Yeah, I come back. Welcome to the second period, <laughs> presented by Kelsey's. When I want some authentic Roadhouse eats and some cold beers at affordable prices, I choose Kelsey's. Yeah, Kelsey's. <laughs> What's better than this? <laughs> <laughs> but then there's going to be like real serious messages. There are cats and dogs running around the strets of Canada. Spay and neuter your pets. What's better than that? Game on. <laughs> We've just received word that Queen Elizabeth II has died. <laughs> she was a great queen and she will be missed. Back to hockey. <laughs> now let's What's start the period. <laughs> What's better than third period hockey? What's better than this? Yeah. More talking from the refs. Sure. I'm in. Peacock. I want to see your peacock. 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 Your peacock. Peacock. Your peacock. Your peacock. Your peacock. Are you brave enough to let me see your peacock? Here we go. NHL is back. And tonight it is the kickoff for the Leafs versus the Habs. Yes. It's been this weird, staggered start for the NHL. Effectively, the NHL began last night, but truly it began over the weekend with some games in Europe. But even if you look at the NHL's website, they're really counting last night as the uh, kickoff. Only two games last night. We have a huge number of games tonight, including Toronto-Montreal, as you said. I'm excited for this. John Tavares, captain of the Leafs, was at one point in the uh, training camp, thought he might not make it for tonight's game, has an oblique injury. He is going to be in the lineup, it looks like. And this is a big year for John Tavares because he's making $11 million. He's not exactly living up to the contract in terms of points and goals. And so the Leafs' fortunes, to a certain degree, I think will rest on the shoulders of John Tavares. What are the Habs looking like? I know they were able to make some moves, and after their playoff run uh, a couple seasons ago, they may be back on the upswing. They're, I think, uh, in a rebuilding mode. So they made, you know, the big uh, trade in the offseason. They took on Sean Monaghan. That allowed the Calgary Flames to sign Nazem Kadri. Uh, the, the Habs are a young team. They're building to something. They could surprise people this year, but I think if you were to, you know, give truth serum to the leadership over at the Montreal Canadiens, they wouldn't be too upset if this team tries hard but loses and can then trade off some pieces to get some draft picks, some young players, and maybe get into the Connor Bedard sweepstakes. That might be a little bit too much to ask given some of the talent they do have, but this year for Montreal is going to be a bit of a rebuilding year. However, they're young, they've got a lot of talent, they could surprise. 
And then Carey Price's career just slowly peters out. Is that what, what's going to happen here? Yeah, Carey Price is not playing uh, for the Montreal Canadiens right now. So in the past, uh, when they've had him, they were pretty good. That's that playoff run you mentioned a couple of years ago, yeah. Taz. They didn't have him last year. They he, really uh, he, he he carried the team on his shoulders. Yeah, I mean he was like uh, he, that was the the 2020 COVID series where they surprised the Leafs. The Leafs thought they were going to go far. They didn't. The Habs went all the way to the Stanley Cup final. They didn't have Carey Price last year. They bottomed out. They're not going to have him again this year. It's going to be an issue for them. Goaltending could be really what undoes them, uh, but I do think they have a nice, intriguing young core. Well, buckle up. You uh, Leaf fans ready to ride that roller coaster of emotions again? Oh, boy. I'm ready to get hurt again. (laughs) (laughs) The wounds have all healed, Jim. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. Let's tear them open. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, Dev. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. This is sad news. Angela Lansbury has passed away at age 96. Hmm. Are you familiar with Angela Lansbury, Jim? Yeah, I never, I know Murder, She Wrote. Yeah. But uh, I, I watched a couple episodes over at my grandma's, I remember. I don't know if I ever watched it start to finish. The gist of it was Angela Lansbury played Jessica Fletcher, who was a prolific author. But wherever she went, she'd get herself into some trouble. And there's always be a murder like every week she'd encounter a different murder and she'd end up having to solve it i did see a fan theory that it was actually jessica fletcher murdering all those people because what are the odds that every week coincidentally someone else in this woman's orbit is going to get murdered I mean, maybe she did, maybe she didn't, but the police definitely had a file on her. (laughs) I guarantee. Yeah, you think? Huh. Now, that show was on for 12 seasons. I'm actually surprised. I got to be honest. I didn't know Angela Lansbury hadn't already died. Yeah, she kind of went off the radar. I didn't really think about her that much. And I thought she was 80 back when, in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. But now people in their age, like, now she was probably 62 then. She looked like a grandmother. Now grandmothers look like... Right, the Botox. Yeah, like, the, uh, the who's the Kardashian the matriarch? <laughs> who's the main Kardashian mom? What's her name? Chris? Karda- Chris Kardashian. <laughs> they all look like that now. On television, anyway. Gilfs. <laughs> <laughs> One emotion. They got one emotion for the rest of their lives. Angela Lansbury was, she was a big stage actor. She did win five Tonys. Uh, she never got an Emmy, believe it or not, but she did get an honorary Oscar in 2013. She probably, to the younger generation, is best known for uh, her role as Mrs. Potts in Beauty and the Beast. Big fan of Mrs. Potts. Rising in the east, tale as old as time, song as old as rhyme, beauty and the peace. Yeah, gotta be one of my uh, my top three when it comes to singing teapots. I mean, hard to beat I'm a Little Teapot. (laughs) That's a good one, too. (laughs) 
Angela Lansbury has passed away in her sleep peacefully at 96, five days away from her 97th birthday. This is the Taz and Jim Podcast.